I found myself in that scene and uh what was that insidious not insidious but uh sinister with the uh with the uh lawnmower <laughs> so that whole sentence just screams things Brian won't watch <laughs> reviewing viewing and previewing sports entertainment and events Dirty Dina Studio presents Sea Space City Starring Alan, Ricky, and Brian. Welcome, everybody, to the Sea Space City Podcast. This is Podfather Brian here with Alan and Ricky. Alan, what's up, buddy? Man, I don't even know anymore. It was a long Easter break. I had some fun at a battleship park. And, uh, man, let's get ready. All right. Ricky, how you doing? What is that? Oh, Battleship Park. <laughs> so that is San Jacinto, where the San Jacinto Monument is over here in uh, Pasadena. Yeah. Over on 225. Yeah. So um, obviously it's where the Battle of San Jacinto happened, where the Texas um, rebels defeated the Mexican army that was in, that attacked the Alamo. Oh. Um, so that's, you know, the story behind that. And it was where we were hanging out was where they were keeping the USSS Texas, where I think Brian USSS. Well, USS Texas. USS. Yeah, correct. Uh, yeah, so they moved the battleship out. Listen, comrade. Um, what was it? Two years ago or something. Our ship. <laughs> they well, they moved it to I think Galveston and Dry Dock and are doing repairs. Yeah. And then it's going to live either in Galveston or in Corpus permanently after that. Mm-hmm. They decided it didn't belong right next to the San Jacinto Monument. I disagree. <laughs> well, I think it needed the you repairs, know. probably. <laughs> yeah. Then they decided to move it after that. That's what I'm annoyed about. Although, I've already been on it. Eh, what are you going to do? <laughs> I don't need to get on it again. I've seen it. Signature good. <laughs> fellas, fellas, the 1940s, we got the Nazis. 1970s, we got the Cold War. 2001, we got Taliban. 2023, we're fighting with Bud Light over Bud Light cans. What are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> the, the wars keep getting less and less yes. noble. <laughs> I mean, the 40s, feels I'm like the forties was the last time we fought in a decent war, bro. What are we doing? Here? First, they came for our drugs, and now they come for the alcohol <laughs> again. Now, I I did okay. So, I don't know a ton of this story. I guess they put they put a person or their designs of somebody who's transgender yeah. on the Bud Light cans. Uh, Dylan Mulvaney, of course, yeah, who is a famous transgender uh, celebrity, I guess. <laughs> okay, so so is Dylan a woman? Uh, identified as a man yes, or a man trans female? Yes, a female trans female. So Caitlyn Jenner, essentially. Yes. Yes. Okay, yes. there we go. Yeah, like you didn't clear it up with the terminology. Well, that's why I put trans I female it instead is. of like. You know, biological, I guess. I don't want to. Right, right, right. Well, listen, listen. Whenever, you know, it's a a high bar to clear whenever Caitlyn Jenner, you know, like a month in gets like women of the year. And then, you know, 
whatever that swimmer girl, you know, she gets all these first places and the first time anybody like is going to start talking against her, they get mugged. And then, you know, just, you know, might as well, might as well throw in uh, this one, you know, Bud Lycan, the first one, first woman on a Bud Lycan, make it a guy. Quality. <laughs> Ricky and I are Ricky and I are both sitting there with this look on I'm not sure how to react to where I, know, I, was, like, I was like, yo, I'm trans friendly. I don't know. I'm okay with referring to villain as uh Mrs. No, yeah. I mean like it's like it's, called. We're <laughs> we're getting there, guys. That's what I'm saying. It's fine. <laughs> so I, I honestly my thing that, that I find amusing about the whole thing, because I, I don't care. Yeah. Like um, is the hubbub, the reaction. Hilarious. The Travis <laughs> yeah. Tritt pulls Budweiser from his Kid pool. Rock. Hold on, hold on. Dude, you did so your fan Rock is favorite. shooting Bud Lights and all of this stuff. <laughs> my favorite my favorite meme was Kid like, Rock had a Coors Light sponsorship anyway. He was going to be doing that. <laughs> so my favorite meme was like, so I'm supposed to believe that all these – 50, 60 year olds are mad because, you know, they're forced to call somebody by something they're not. Meanwhile, they call this guy Kid Rock and he's 50. <laughs> Wait, you, you, are you giving Bob crap for his name? Hey, hey. He's, he could have changed it to like <laughs> Uncle, Uncle Rock or something. Unk Rock. That would have worked out. Hey, he's Kid Rock. Rock. Even Snoop Dogg went through he's changes. Rock. You know, Snoop Lion or whatever. <laughs> we, may you have to go the, through it. we may disagree on the lot, but he's Kid Rock forever, man. He's Kid Rock forever, <laughs> bro. I will say the, uh, the explanation from the, uh, the Bud Light uh, person was kind of funny. Being like, oh, people aren't really buying Bud Light anymore. Let's embrace the trans community and now more people will buy Bud Light. Was, oh, okay, sure. I was like, don't you know how to work? The trans community <laughs> is not the Bud Light target They're not audience. drinking Bud Light. Also, like, bro, like, you're talking about, like, the most hot button issue of the past few years. It's like, you're like, you're like, did you try putting? Did you try doing the filters first? <laughs> how about we talk your, about? How about we talk about abortion on our beer cans? That'll oh, Jesus. It's like, what are you doing? <laughs> oh my goodness! So, yeah, uh, Bud Light. Uh, if you wanted to sell more Bud Light. Cater to the rednecks. Yeah, more. I mean, come up with different flavors. I don't know, like yeah. sponsor more NASCAR I mean, events. You know, I mean, so I feel like Anheuser Busch does cater to the rednecks with I the think Bush they stuff. Do, yeah, you know, they have hunting season cans, fishing season yeah. cans, farmers cans, NASCAR sponsorships. <laughs> Like they're really all in on the redneck market with the Bush brand. Yeah. So I can see why they're trying to do a little something different with the Bud Light. Except that, well, it's Bud Light. Yeah, yeah I mean, I'll drink like, Bud Light Lime, but, you know, that's about it. <laughs> so. <laughs> Listen, I'll drink Bud Light if it is two things, free and yeah. cold. I'll also drink Bud Light if it is uh, Blue Moon. 
So I won't typically drink. Bud Light, <laughs> <laughs> Bud Light is just or shock off, you know. <laughs> I found out all about all the conglomerates that Anheuser Busch owns, or whatever. Yeah, you, you cut on all that. They own Rolling Rock. Yeah, they own yeah. Carbock gotta, now. Hey, no more Modelos, fellas. <laughs> no more uh, Modelo Negra. No more, you know. Oh well. But, I mean. I'm not that busted up about it. It's just that particular recipe, oh, but no, like yeah. kind of garbage. <laughs> Same, sure. Listen, full bud, bud heavy. That stuff is garbage. Really? Yeah, that's a hangover in a can. <laughs> it just tastes like you're gonna feel it in the morning <laughs> when you're drinking it. I do not understand how that became the king of beers. <laughs> Well, I do because it's competition back in the day with Schlitz. Yes, yeah, it was just Bud, and that's it. So <laughs> now you right. got like Miller High Life taking over. <laughs> so <laughs> hey, hey, hey! <laughs> Don't you be cracking on the champagne of beers? That was the first hey, winner. I'm not, I'm not of that, Brian's that was beers. The first beer I was, just that note was the that. First beer note I used that. to drink was Miller Lite. Now. Now it first today. winner, <laughs> inaugural winner of Brian's beers. <laughs> Miller High Life. <laughs> no hams was probably the most talked about. <laughs> Namely, because nobody knew it existed. So, we have started off this episode off track, which feels right for us. It's very but, on brand. You know who got back on track? That would be your Houston Roughnecks. Roughnecks with the W. Getting, getting off the snide, breaking that three-game losing streak, catching that road W at the Alamo Dome. And I tell you what, if I am the Brahmas, I am glad I am not going to see the Roughnecks on my schedule again till next year because... They got them twice. <laughs> yeah. And it was, and neither one was an ass beating. I mean, it took a goal line stand as from the one last time. This time it took overtime. Like the Roughnecks are trying like hell to lose to the Brahmas, but they just strike oil at the right time <laughs> to get that win. <laughs> You like you like that? Yeah, Hans Ward. I'm Hans pretty. Ward, I'm pretty good at this podcast. I think thing. Hans Ward. He's just. He just cannot get over that hump, bro. Like he just. He's. <laughs> I just don't know what's going on. <laughs> I. You know, there was there was a couple of cool things during the game. We had, of course, the overtime second overtime game of the weekend, after the league went all of 2020. And all of 2023 until this week, they had never had an overtime with their unique two-point conversion overtime wow. rules. They had never had it, and then this weekend, twice in but two you days. You do see a lot more. I think I think you see a lot more teams going for it, like trying to win at the end of the game. Yeah, yeah. Instead of like getting that just that one-point conversion, they'll try for the two and just mm-hmm. go ahead and win it. But yeah, absolutely. So. The other cool thing it featured was the big boy interception. <laughs> I caught I caught that 
So, uh, full disclosure, I mostly listened to the game because I was driving over to see Elliot. Uh But I did catch the big fella pick. (laughs) Ball got tipped straight up in the air, and big fella's like, I got it! I got it! And he got it. played a lot more buoyed. They had a lot more energy this time around. Silver came back. Yes. Silver didn't play great. He still had a couple of really funky misses and deep throws. And he had an interception at the end of the uh, first half that wasn't too horrible. It was more like a punt. He had an interception at the end of the game that was what led to the overtime. Yep. Yep. All the Roughnecks had to do was get a couple first downs. They could run that clock out. And he threw that pick. Gave San Antonio the short field. They kicked that field goal as I think there was one second left when that kick went through, and that led to the overtime. And it's like, man, you you boys are trying to lose four in a yeah, row. You gotta- <laughs> Thankfully, they didn't. They clinched a playoff spot. And we've got the last home game this week against Vegas. Bright and early at 11.30 a.m. Central Time. Which I was like, man, that's weird. But then I realized it's only, I mean, 11 o'clock is when NFL games start. Or 12 12 o'clock. Yeah. 11 o'clock in other areas of the country. (laughs) In mountain time. Yeah. (laughs) So, um, we'll be getting up early and... uh, you know, we're talking about what we're going to do. Like, I guess we'll probably just get up just early enough to get some McMuffins on the way and have some breakfast brewskis <laughs> out of the tailgate lot. You know, kegs and eggs. No, we might say- have to go to go Total ahead, Wine and pick up some, some breakfast beers from Total Wine. You know, get a, some nice I mean, stouts or something. A, a chocolate, listen, chocolate beer. A nice stout of the breakfast beer. A, they have breakfast stouts. Oh my God. <laughs> because, see, Ricky, we've got to refine your taste from that uh, that high life. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> hitting the high life. <laughs> But when breakfast stouts exist, you know I can't do I can't do a stout in general. I just I cannot do stouts. Stouts taste like you never drink a Guinness or something. They taste like ass in a can, bro. I cannot do stouts. (laughs) (laughs) Tastes like. Stay tuned next week for our new lineup of Sea Space City as Ricky is now gone. <laughs> You're fired. It tastes like tar in a can, bro. I cannot do it. Oh, hey, it tastes like delicious we got in a can. Cuts and uh, good luck on your future endeavors. <laughs> oh my God, that might be the title of the episode. Richie gets Ricky gets future endeavored. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but not really. We like you, Ricky. You can stick around, even though you have bad taste in beer. Um, <laughs> we, we just got to go out and after one of the games or something, you know. Get, get them, get them I know. I think you beers. should. I think that, Ricky, you don't have a gig Saturday and that we just go to the bar after the Roughnecks game and <laughs> we drink some stouts. I mean, 
Sure, I'm literally saying don't go make money. Yeah, but, right. Um, you know, <laughs> I'm like, bro, I got a got a prom I was requested on. Those are like the funnest to do. No, I'm mm. I'm gonna go prom it up, bro. <laughs> or we could go to the Astros game after the Roughnecks. Boop 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 boop. <laughs> are they still playing Pittsburgh? We're gonna play the Rangers. No, Saturday. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. That that has potential. Mm-hmm. That has serious potential. What time does it start? Six thirty. Oh Jesus, that's a lot of time. Well, maybe it's a lot of time in between. We might be too hammered to walk into the stadium. <laughs> well, that's what. Oh yeah, what depends. You think they would let us park right there at the Roughnecks all day? Probably not, huh? <laughs> no. <laughs> You're like, well, I don't like, know. We got to tow this car. <laughs> I don't know how that would work because, like, if you got too drunk and you had to Uber home from the Roughnecks game, like, are they going to tow your car for doing the right thing? Mm. Dilemmas. You see? Yeah. See, sometimes. Because I might, I might could find a lawyer if that happens. Sometimes the law makes you get a DUI. Is that, is that the conversation that we're having here, fellas? That's not. No, no, no. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that, you know. If I was to get too tuned up at the uh, Roughnecks game and had to Uber home, mm-hmm. then, you know, if I did the responsible thing, but then I get back to my, my vehicle the next day and it's been towed. I know. I'm saying in order to avoid the like, towing, I'm gonna you go, you have to drive. I'm going to, no, I'm going to catch me an attitude problem <laughs> at that point, you see. Um, that said... $42 a ticket, third row or third section, you know, 300s. Like way upper deck? That's not way uh, upper yeah. deck. That's where I sat last time when I should, I went uh, this last week when I got the ring. <laughs> I don't know. This sounds like Brian's falling off the stadium. <laughs> Listen, I'm, get all, I'm not saying get I was all comfortable. Drunk. I'm not saying I was comfortable, all right? <laughs> I have to find... So, okay. In the interest of moving forward, (laughs) as this is a discussion we can have offline. (laughs) Well, look, we're making plans to go see Space City. That's right. You know what? You know what, Alan? We are going to have a serious discussion about doing the double game. Hey, I'm down Um, for it. I'm down for it. Speaking of... um, Double games. Um, there, I saw an announcement um, that for Concacaf, oh, they are going to use NRG and Shell Energy Stadium. Yes, for the Gold Cup. Houston gets two venues for the Concacaf Gold Cup. Well, see, also they do that, but it's it, they split it up like this: uh, group play. So that's going to be in Shell in the Dynamo Stadium, Shell Energy Stadium. And then whenever it's the quarterfinal or something like that, they'll give one of the quarterfinal games to Houston. Usually how that split goes. Not a bad split, you know. I mean, it's still it's still two games, you know, still two opportunities right. to go for sure. So I, I I saw the article today. Um and now it's not gonna show me the damn name. <laughs> um but what like what all CONCACAF stands for? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's like 
Well, it's it's a lot, and I already I already forgot the order everything is in. So it's let me the central oaks. <laughs> central uh, cent, on, Central Oceanic North American um, something Federation. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it's the yeah. Confederation of North Central America and Caribbean Association of Football. There we go. Yeah. Association Football, which is where the name soccer came from. Mm-hmm. Fun fact for all you kids. Soccer came from where? Also, um, so the name soccer came from association football. Oh, okay. So, soccer? Okay. It's kind of weird. <laughs> the middle part of association. Yeah, I, okay. The uh, so Post, part. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I read that many, many years ago, and I was like, oh, how about that? Mm, okay. okay. That's Interesting. So... Uh, another fun fact that I learned today, just because we hit fun facts here, <laughs> is um, do you know why Harleys became known as hogs? Why? Because in the early days of racing, one of the stars of the Harley Davidson team, mm. who was winning all the races, would bring his pet piglet to the track and bring it up on the winner's podium with him. <laughs> and I have and I literally saw pictures of this. I was watching the machines that build America. <laughs> and the History Channel is a reputable source. <laughs> I agree. I agree. <laughs> so it's because of, a, uh, because of a pig, an actual little pig. That's cool. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was an adorable little piglet. I'm like, I just want to squeeze him. <laughs> <laughs> So, <laughs> once again, more off track. We're we're killing it with the focus here. Um, you know who was a little piggy this weekend? John Rom it was John Rom <laughs> Rombo Rombo chewing up Augusta. <laughs> so, listen, the Masters was chock full of compelling stories. From Tiger gutting it out, making the cut barely. Bro, he looked so bad at the end of the second round. He like, was. I just I the knew worst. I, I knew he wasn't going to be able to finish this thing. I was like, "Yo, no way." The worst thing that could have happened to Tiger did, in that it got cold and miserable, and also mm. like, um, and his also like they had to play it like weird times because like the second. Like the second day, you, they had to play uh, the morning of the third day and all of this other stuff. So not good for a guy like Tiger. <laughs> yeah, it was rough. So, um, yeah, the nature of his injury, like warm weather and consistent weather is going to be real helpful for Winter, him. Fasty, not the Yeah, so between all of his regular stiffness and soreness and aches and pains because he Went and caught a case of old and broken, <laughs> you know. Time and car accidents will catch you a case of old and yeah. broken. <laughs> and 
you know, all that weather switching is not good. Um, not to mention, he had to dodge trees falling. Yeah. Oh, really? Wild, As, bro. Holy. <laughs> he didn't actually. Tiger didn't actually have to dodge yeah. the trees, Alan. But okay. two trees came down at the Masters on day two, I believe. Yeah. It was the end of day two yeah. when the storms rolled in. The winds were crazy, and two of these giant ass pine trees went down. I guess one went down, blew over, and took the second one with it. Yeah, luckily, okay. Luckily, nobody got hurt. Like they said that they heard. The so they said cracking before exactly. And so like everybody started kind of like, hey, these trees might come down. Let's <laughs> let's let's, just, let's dip on out. Let's of take here. five <laughs> steps to the left, and uh, perhaps we not get hit by a tree. <laughs> <laughs> let's take five steps left and then take 50 yeah. more and <laughs> and then another hundred or so and let's get the hell out of here <laughs> but i will say it's just miraculous to see tiger woods even out on the golf course again after his injury Fact. but 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 yeah you could tell at the end of that Fact. second round he was not gonna now, make this especially like having a he would have had to shot like a round and a half on um saturday i think it would have mm-hmm. been so yeah, I yeah. just knew it. I was like, yeah, no, he's he's going to withdraw. <laughs> no, yeah. Um, so, uh, Live Golf was at the Masters. 18 Live players were still qualified for the Masters. Mm, okay. Uh, based on um, being past champions or past, like, last year's top 12 in the tournament. Yeah. Um, there might have been one or two that were still qualified on world rankings. They just hadn't lost all their points yet, or nobody, not everybody had passed them yet. But um, did I say 12? 18 total live golfers were in. 12 made the cut. Yeah. Okay. They played well. And your leader, yeah. your leader after three rounds was Brooks Kepka. Just... Grumpy boy extraordinaire and live defector. <laughs> he um he was running away with it. Um and then while Tiger was catching a case of old, <laughs> Philly Mac was turning back the clock, shot a 65 on Sunday. So Amazing, you man. had John Rahm rounding the comeback. I was just rooting for uh, Phil on the Sunday just because Phil's still in that group. I was like, come on. Come on, John right. Rahm. You got to knock a couple strokes off of this, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so it was wild because Brooks kind of fell apart, shot a 75 to end up in second yeah. place. Victor Hovland Rom was had also a, up there. He he had a meltdown yep. as well. And, yeah. And um and Phil shot a sixty five round of the day to get himself tied with Brooks for second place. And then Patrick Reed was fourth. Yeah. Hmm. Oh. Again, live guy and complete malcontent. Like then I think Rory missed the cut. Justin Thomas missed the yeah. cut. Like Everybody, like, Rory was a favorite going yep. in. He just didn't have it. I don't know what Scotty happened. Scotty Scheffler, I think he got in the top 15 or so, Sheff- maybe. but It's yeah, something but, like that, but he wasn't playing Yeah, like well. a two-under, maybe. I watched him a little bit. The winner was Sam under, Bennett. So. The, yeah. the Sam Bennett, the U.S. amateur champ. Hmm. I want to say fifth place or something. Yeah. 
So um, story I did see a really great story with him. I did see a story about I guess it was like some random, not even a real golfer, got an invitation to play in the Masters. I don't know if you guys saw this story. So I wanted to talk about this as well. The Masters has a player mm. that is a member of the club, and he takes the mantle of the marker. And all the marker does is he fills in, if they have an odd number of players, he will fill in a group. Yeah. Okay. So this year, it was a new marker. The previous marker had done it for 10 years. And what happens is when somebody withdraws and it jacks with the group numbers, yeah, he'll come in and he just plays, but it's a, essentially to help the pros keep pace. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So nobody like goes above pace or whatever. So they're not going faster than they need yeah, to yeah, exactly, and be Skipping waiting on everything. Yeah. It's right. Um, so what a gig, by the way. <laughs> oh, what did you do this weekend? Oh, I played in the Masters. <laughs> yeah, I saw that and I was like, oh, that's freaking cool. Uh, another thing but, I saw, at least to me, was the, the price on the menu items. Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah, it's a tradition unlike any other. A tradition like any other. No wonder. It was just like, hey, let me just buy this $1,000 ticket price because I'm going to eat on the cheap. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the Masters has been... Uh, very adamant that they're keeping food and beverage prices like pretty low. Thirty five years behind inflation. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what and, I was like yeah. four and three dollars for stuff. It was ridiculous. Yeah, five dollars for a beer. Yeah. Um, like a buck fifty for a pimento cheese sandwich, yeah, which goes against. Like, it apparently is really good. Goes, uh, I mean, <laughs> oh, pimento cheese. That's mm, I don't know about that. <laughs> I, I, uh, I, I am just saying, apparently, it's not on my menu. <laughs> Shout out to the Oyster Masters that were at the Masters. The homie Mikhail, Baltimore fan. So, Brooksy created some controversy at the end of the day, because of course he did. Because he complained about slow play from notorious slow player in front of him, Patrick Cantlay. So now, if 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 y'all remember way back to the beginning of the Brooksy and Bryson feud, this is what it centered around. Brooks Brooks Kepka called out Bryson for being slow as hell. <laughs> Because I'm pretty sure Bryson's got a slide rule out there doing, like, very advanced calculations <laughs> to hit his bombs. Like, there's a reason he's nicknamed the scientist. He brings out his protractor for every single... Dude, I tell you <laughs> what. Green. Does he actually bring out a protractor? No. Or is he but he, but he takes his time. He does take his time. People okay. people take their yeah. time in golf, bro. Like, not joking. Yes. Even oh, no. for something that sure, seems sure. like a tap-in. Like, they will sit there and, like, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, I, I see guys mark two-footers and reread them and reline it, and it's like, guys, it's a two-footer. Yeah. One hand that shit and move on with life. But <laughs> What if it curves left? <laughs> exactly. There's millions of dollars on I the line with them. these guys. Yeah. It's, not like, them, it's not like me and Artie out there on a Saturday morning <laughs> – you jacking around the, the course is like, oh, this is all good. <laughs> nobody, nobody saw that hit the goose. <laughs> hey, that goose was in the way. 
That goose was loose and he regretted it. <laughs> Call it Mulligan. Mulligan on the goose. <laughs> I mean, listen, my ball was still in the fairway, so I'm not taking a mulligan. That was a great shot. <laughs> <laughs> just had to fight that goose to get goose actually kind of knocked it forward a little bit <laughs> yeah sure no no he did not do that <laughs> so so um, the live guys it's great to see yeah the live guys did do pretty well like they were they showed they out a lot of flag coming into this people were talking about oh they're probably not going to play as well. They don't play as many rounds, which I don't know that you need to play four rounds for every single, you know, every little, every little event that they have. But yeah. And so you, the live guys ended up having about three guys in the top five. So Brooks, yeah. Bill and uh, uh, Patrick Reed. So yeah. They ended yep. up. Doing pretty and well. I didn't, I don't think I have it up here on my uh, deal. No, I don't. Um, but um, there was a bunch of live guys that made huge jumps in the world golf rankings from playing in the Masters, yeah. mm-hmm. which could get them back into the Masters, into, next, uh, year. The Masters next year. Yeah. Yeah. Which, which I hope they start. It, well, it will help them. It will help them with qualifying for the U.S. Open and the British. Which it would be good okay. if they did like a little theme where you had like the PGA um, tournaments and then you had like the live tournaments and then you had like the deals where you just bring them all together, you know, the tops from each side, just bring them all together. Those, those would be like super events. <laughs> I wish they would do something like that. I think they're – Someday probably- when they're not – Someday when they're not fighting each other and they realize that there's money to be made in like a team event. Yep. yep. Or a match play event yep. or a skins game, some kind of exhibition with monetary stakes, but no other real stakes on the line. I think they will figure out, Hey, we can all make a boatload of money. Yep. And I can hold out hope that someday that will happen because I would love to see like a golf Super Bowl. Yeah, that would teams of four, like maybe f- four teams of four from each side, yeah. and they just go at it. Oh, it'd be amazing! That would be great. Just toss it like somewhere near the end of the season or something like that, or mid-season. Right? Yeah, you can throw in the middle of the damn yeah. summer. Nobody cares in the middle of the yeah. summer, like once. Once the British Open's over with, like, nobody cares. Because, like, we got the PGA in May. Yeah. We've got the U.S. Open in June and the British in July. Yeah. After that, all the majors are yep. done. Now you're you're riding out. You're getting f- closer to the FedEx Cup. Or, hell, do it in the wraparound season, like, late in the year. Yeah. Just do it something like the match. Yeah. I think it would that be awesome. type of deal. I think it would be huge for them. I think they could make a, a shit ton of money. And yeah, fact. <laughs> um, we got a, a concert announcement that I saw. Um, there was another one. You said Buzzfest is coming up, Ricky. Yeah, in May. And we got the Killers in May. We got the Chili Peppers in May. <laughs> mm. I saw five seconds of summer is playing. 
at some point soon. And I'm like, you know, I'm not their target audience. <laughs> but I don't hate them. <laughs> I am not doing five seconds this summer. I might do. Oh, where'd you send to I adventure? I think like Wiz and Snoop are coming to town or something like that. There's, there's Listen, I don't live the lifestyle to go to that show. <laughs> I've got to get I I get random drug tests, boys. I know I know Fallout Boy is coming. I know Vince Sevenfold is coming. That that was a new one that was announced. I know I'm, I'm going to try okay. and go to that one. That one looks black. Looks like a blast. Very good, very good. <laughs> Lots of concerts coming up. So I did want to wrap up uh, with a um, a concert announcement that I saw. Okay. And it I it made me determine that I need to find myself a girlfriend. <laughs> because it's October 30th, John Mayer Acoustic. Ooh. Now, listen, I love John Mayer. Just you bro sitting in a bar. But I'm not looking to sit with you two mooks <laughs> and listen to an acoustic version of Your Body is a Fucking Wonderland. <laughs> I don't want to do it. I want to stay. I, so, I do. I want to stay deep into your eyes, Brian, and just like, Body is Wonderland. <laughs> I love the verb and <laughs> Tora, what are you doing? Slow dancing in a burning room and all this. Oh, <laughs> fucking great song! <laughs> and vultures and neon. Oh my god! I guess I, I guess we all thoroughly. Gonna, we're all gonna have to find girlfriends and just run out. Dude, and sweet, you know, yeah, that's that's the way to go. Yeah, like <laughs> I, I, like I want to go see that, but I can't go by myself. <laughs> And I can't go with you guys. Uh, well, me and Ricky will just be the, the third and fourth wheel, I guess. Yeah, know. we'll be the third and fourth wheel. I'll take my AI sex bot. My animal. <laughs> my under the arm is AI sex bot. <laughs> Anna the Armas, isn't that like the the like crazy imposter girl? That they made that uh, Inventing Anna show about? No, 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 no. No, <laughs> no, no, no. She was in Blade Runner 2049. She's in, yeah. She's oh. Like, yeah, she was in the new James Bond movie. Yeah, look her up. Okay, and, okay. Look her up and okay. clean up yourself afterwards. And then... <laughs> oh, my, yes. Um, no, okay, okay. <laughs> Yep, nope, uh, I understand. <laughs> I definitely understand. Either her or Sydney Sweeney. I'm good with that. <laughs> I mean, I feel like I feel like we we have to, to drop one more name that we all neglected way back when we were doing the celebrity crush list. <laughs> Margot Robbie got no love and she deserves oh, all the love. Oh, she, yes. Bobby. Wow, pull one up for yeah. Robbie. She's one of the classic beauties. Hell yeah, man. dude. <laughs> yeah, like I remember, like I remembered that she existed the day after we did that episode. I'm like, 
How did I not say Margot Robbie? <laughs> that was the horniest episode. The horniest discussion. It was. Hard. It was a very thirsty discussion <laughs> out of the four of us. <laughs> so, all right. Well, we've covered a lot. Do you guys have anything else we want to cover? No, nah, I'm good. Do you guys want to talk about the final four that happened in the city? Or you not? know what? Let's talk about the final four yeah. because because you can't see me. You can't see me. And then, you know, all of a sudden. Well, that was the final four that, that happened in Dallas. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that okay. Was I, thought all, I thought it all happened here <laughs> in the city. I'm, I'm all for talking about that. Hey, Let's... hey, look. I didn't know that one happened in Dallas and one happened in Houston. Why wouldn't oh, they just hold all eight oh games here in Houston? That's fucking I mean, retarded. Alan, it's not like you are part of a sports podcast or anything hey, look, I, look all i know is we're gonna have uh the college football playoffs and we were gonna have the final four i assumed it was gonna be both equal i didn't know we were doing separate but equal i thought we were doing equality okay yeah we got That's the, what i thought we got the men's one we got the <laughs> i landed it we got I landed the, it i landed it boys we got the much less in. It was a bit of a crash landing, but it was a landing. It was like Sully dropping it into Hudson. Go ahead, Ricky. I said, no, I was saying we got the much less interesting Final Four. We got the men's Final Four. Which is weird. That's never how it happens. But so, okay, first off, this year's men's Final Four was wild in that it was the a who's who of. Who? But except for UConn, <laughs> except for UConn, right? UConn, UConn is actually kind of big, big program. UConn has been—they haven't been as good the last few years. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they were a four seed for UConn. That's like terrible. <laughs> you know, they're like one seed or bust. You know, they but they are and, still one of those sort well, of traditional blue bloods. Yes. <laughs> I mean, to and, be honest, the last uh, three teams to win uh, outside of the top three have been uh, UConn. So, there you go. Oh, yeah. If they're outside of the top three, you just got to go all in on UConn. <laughs> so, it might take a couple of years. To me, <laughs> you'll hit. To me, you'll the hit. wildest <laughs> game, the wildest matchup was San Diego freaking state. Mm. Against Florida Atlantic. <laughs> yeah. Florida Atlantic. Atlantic. Yeah, what what is that? <laughs> That's not even a right? school. <laughs> Isn't that where... Uh... Just like the, a coast. <laughs> it's Florida Atlantic. No, I, I thought one of the football coaches uh, from Bill O'Brien or something like that. Uh, Lane there. Kiffin Lane went Kiffin there. From, not Bill O'Brien. Bill Belichick, I'm sorry. Went down there, right? Lane Kiffin. Um, he was a Bama guy first, Bama guy. yeah. Okay. Um, so got my white guys mixed up. It happens a lot. <laughs> <laughs> you know, between goats, Nick Saban, Bill Belichick, you know, they look like grumpy, old. <laughs> they don't look alike. They act alike. That's a joke. That's if the they're joke. if they're twins, it's paternal, but they they have the same personality. <laughs> so, um, and and San Diego State continues the Cinderella run, takes down Florida Atlantic, hmm. and then gets beat by UConn because that's like finally chalk wins. <laughs> <laughs> 
can only Cinderella so long before midnight strikes. Right? This is the latest midnight I've ever seen. <laughs> like, it was more like 4 a.m. They kept hitting snooze. That's what happened. You know? They were playing a snooze button symphony, buddy. <laughs> so, women's final four. Um, we had Iowa versus LSU in the title game. Mm-hmm. After Iowa took down previously undefeated South Carolina, mm. like what a what a time to catch your first L of the year, the Final Four. Oh. <laughs> like that's rough, but made a household name of one Caitlin Clark this year in the tournament. Holy crap! From how amazing Iowa. is she to watch? She's just like Steph Curry. She's a female Steph Curry. She just pulls up from the low. Just, just. Yeah, Amazing. dropping bombs. And if you and if you catch her at the logo, she's taking in the paint. She's not scared to get a little dirty. She's just great to watch, man. <laughs> so, end of that game as even though Caitlin put up her normal 40-burger and, you know, did everything she could, LSU's taking the win, and one of the LSU players hits her with a – well, I guess Caitlin started the "You Can't See Me." Hey, 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 you can't you can't say that LSU player started it because I've seen that this Caitlin girl's been waving off people shooting a three. She's like, "Go ahead, take the three. You're not gonna hit it." I think that's pretty disrespectful. Don't you I mean, I literally smart. just corrected myself yeah. and said Caitlin started the nah, "You nah, Can't nah, See nah. Me." That is smart <laughs> tactics, though. Like you should. Hey, that was smart tactics by Caitlin doing all that because, like, the women don't shoot the three very well. So you should, oh, no, you should course, just let them shoot the three and. General. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, it's like like fouling Shaq and being like, yeah, go ahead, shoot go ahead, shoot two free throws. Ahead, right. <laughs> oh, it's only one and one. Even better, we get, <laughs> we don't have to wait to get the rebound because you're the dominant rebounder and you're the whole way out of the free throw line. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. So, so hack a Shaq works. And, and, Let the gals taunting, shoot the bombs. Work the girl and taunting the girl who was taunting the whole tournament. You know that works. Yeah, yeah, it works because it got to it got everybody talking and it got us talking too. Right. So I mean, obviously, turnabout is fair play. I mean, she was doing it a little bit maliciously. I mean, it is. I mean, you know, you, you know what? You get taunted all day. Yeah. And you turn around and you get to go scoreboard and you hit him with a can't you can't see me, mm-hmm. and then. My favorite part, the point to the ring point finger. To the rings, yeah. Because you're getting that ship. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Which is all that matters. Which is all and Caitlin Clark's like, listen, I'm getting that number one pick in the WNBA. I'm going to be making a cool five figures. Oh, like, what are you going to be doing four. making your cool five figures as cool well because figures. you've got any other job <laughs> in the world for a college graduate. Cool five figures. You like that? Oh, well, look, Took Ricky a second to carry all the ones. <laughs> oh, I think she's going to at least get six figures. <laughs> Probably not. Remember the whole salary caps only a million dollars. Yeah, but with the sponsorship and she'll probably go play in Russia. But oh, that's man. against the rules. That's against the rules. We discussed this. <laughs> Remember? <laughs> Ricky, your homework from now on is to listen to prior episodes. <laughs> like, yeah, you could just do like an NIL deal and it's like, no, you can't. <laughs> 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 
No, you can. She can't get sponsorship, not from like NIL, but like from like a company or something like that. Like, yeah, yeah, she'll it's be just, doing it's just through the yeah, <laughs> yeah, she'll be doing like car advertisements and stuff like that. <laughs> Official yeah. car of whatever WNBA team. Yeah, she's going all the, to. All the dumb shit. Couldn't like, tell you who the worst one is. <laughs> yeah, all the dumb shit that Steph Curry does. Like she'll be doing all that, all the State Farm advertisements <clears throat> and all that nonsense. Mm. <laughs> you see that? But. I mean, Steph Curry from- doing CarMax ads? Like, come on, Steph. You're not buying a car at CarMax. No. <laughs> Sorry, bro, you got on the lot. L- let me grab that. The McLaren. No. I want that. He, right yeah, now. he doesn't go on the lot even. He, no. call, yeah. he calls a guy. He doesn't even have to internet shop. He calls a guy. He's got a car guy. He's like, yo, I want this new McLaren. <laughs> In bright ass warriors yellow, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> and three days later, it's custom built and in his driveway. <laughs> just right out, right out the, right out the, uh, right off the assembly line. It's <laughs> right out the warehouse. <laughs> yeah, like McLaren was like, you know what? Steph's gonna want one of these. Let's just build him one a while. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at that point, you got to have your account already going. You know, they already know you. They already know what color she likes. So, I think, yeah, they'll have them going good. <laughs> They're not going to be like, oh, yeah, you got to buy another $2 million worth of cars before we can actually give you on the official wait list, Mr. Curry. And Steph's like, okay, let me get my checkbook. <laughs> yeah, as I said that, I realized now. Nah, do you take could, it? Do you, I was like, Steph Curry could definitely just buy whatever the limit is before. The, do, you, do, you, do you take the American Express black card? <laughs> <laughs> do you no, take the duffle bag? It do you dro- take the duffle bag? It, it, he, drops his, he drops his credit card on the table and it's like... Yeah, like an American <laughs> Express diamond. It's, it's, it's a real <laughs> exclusive class. <laughs> like, I'm so rich, even my credit cards are heavy. Yeah, this diamond's <laughs> in his credit card. <laughs> oh, boy. So, um, as as we wrap up, uh, a couple pieces of news. Um. We have upgraded the Dirty Tina studio. Check, check. Mike, check. <laughs> so hopefully as we figure it out and trim everything, our sound quality goes up. We are uh, still working out some kinks. As, you know, Alan and I are sitting here wearing headphones, and the only person we can hear in the headphones is Ricky, even though they're all connected to a board that should let us hear each other. <laughs> so... <laughs> Brian's got to learn some settings because, you know, podfather, producer, editor, sound engineer, you know. Extraordinaire. That's why I'm the podfather. <laughs> it's all all the, all the uh, responsibilities. And um, a quick Elliot update. Elliot is um, making progress. He uh, got out of... so. He got out of uh, the intensive care unit. He's in an intermediate care unit again. Um, it is a step backward from where he was a month ago when he was in the rehab center. Yeah, recovering from COVID though. But yes, he's over the COVID. Okay. So I was able to go see him a couple times. Um, he's back on a ventilator though because of the COVID. So now the big thing is working his way back off the vent, which 
every day I go over there and see him or talk to his wife, he's getting less and less from the ventilator. So he's making great progress. He should be back in, in the rehab center very soon. Fingers crossed. Thoughts and prayers. We'll take them all because... You know, I buy all this stuff because I want to be able to do, you know, more none of those things episodes with Elliot too. Yeah. <laughs> you know, four man episode, right? Someone. Yeah, we still so, need to finish our rock band tournament. <laughs> we yeah, the the rock band tournament is in limbo. There's gonna be some. Like, new, we're gonna have to add some new people. Some new yeah. <laughs> oh, that is another concert announcement I saw though. It's Tears for Fears in the Woodlands. I saw that. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, you know what? I spent a lot of time on the rock band bracket defending Tears for Fears over the cure. And I stand by my stance, but maybe I need to put my money where my mouth is. I, I stand by <laughs> your stance as well now. Like you were, yes, you were right yes. about that. Now you, when it's you, far too late. Yeah, you were 100% right about that. The voting was over. And then like two <laughs> weeks later, Ricky's like, you know what? You were right about Tears for Fears. So I'm like, yes, I was, damn it. <laughs> yeah, you were right about that one. <laughs> we're still listening to Tears for Fears. Like it's on like the young people are listening to Tears for Fears now. <laughs> I mean, Listen, I also heard the Cures touring too. Yeah. Which I'm like, oh, I kind of want to go to both. <laughs> but if I had to choose one, Tears for Fears. It's Tears for Fears. <laughs> so we'll see though. Like, I already got, you know, Killers and Chili Peppers are going to take up two uh, vacation days this year now. Well, I say that, but killers may not play, you know. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. gonna be mothers, They've man. already canceled on us twice. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I'm taking the day off after, Alan. Oh, okay, okay. We're going Ultra Club. Do you expect me to go Ultra Club and practice moderation and drinking? No. You gotta go work the next day. No, I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna take off the next day. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean... So I can drink 40 Michelob Ultras and maybe catch a little buzz because it's water. (laughs) (laughs) So we got the killers going and I don't know. I was going to say, you know, we could get Raw going, but obviously with the news happening. Yeah, I'm scared. Probably. Still, I'll probably see if we can make out another show then. I'll probably. (laughs) I'm going to be tough to convince. I'll think 182. I thought Ricky was buying the Blink tickets. (laughs) (laughs) Ricky's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. What are we talking about here? I got the killers. You know? (laughs) (laughs) Well, you see, we're all going Ultra Club, so you just got to. Just pay up. <laughs> <laughs> well, is Blink at Toyota Center or Minute Maid? I think it's at Toyota Center. Is it? Toyota, yeah. yeah, I think it's Toyota. Yeah, Red Hot Chili Peppers is at. Is it Minute, Minute Maid? Maid? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Which I mean, it's going to be during the season. Which I'm wondering how the reaction. Yeah, I'm kind of anti-concerts in season, but it's ah, the Chili Peppers. Uh, uh, all and of a sudden, you know, it's. Well, here's okay. So, here's the thing. Chili Peppers are one of those bands that I've been wanting to see for quite some time. Mm. And they could have been playing at the Pasadena Rodeo Grounds. grounds. (laughs) And I'd have been like, for a thousand bucks a ticket, and I'd have been like, yep, let's go. I agree. agree. Because I've kept missing them. I've missed them repeatedly 
when they've been in town or like when they were in Austin and I couldn't go out to Austin city limits cause reasons. <laughs> and then reasons turned out that shit, I maybe could have gone yeah. anyway, but yeah, no. So, Oh, it was a work thing. That's why I couldn't go. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we got to make it out. We got to, I mean, I definitely want to see the Red Hot Chili Peppers. It's a pretty iconic band. Um, <coughs> definitely worth the watch, but I mean, obviously it's Minute Maid. Mm-hmm. I mean, we can do the sweets, but you're going to have to find people. All right. Thank you for listening to this episode of Sea Space City. If you've made it this far, you're a trooper and a half. <laughs> Catch us. On social media, on Facebook at C Space City Recreation Entertainment. That sounded wrong. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Space City Recreation and Entertainment Facebook page. Oh, also on the Dirty Dina Studio Facebook group. Catch us on Instagram at Space City S R E. And on Twitter at Space City R E. Catch me on Instagram at Brian's Beers Show and on Twitter at this underscore those. Catch Ricky outside. Giggity giggity. If you can. Catch me on my couch. At the prom. Catch me on my couch. He's gonna... Watching Succession episode three. Wrecked me. What the hell are we doing this season? <laughs> you know you're going to have your corsage on on Saturday doing that prom. <laughs> You have a little, little, little boutonniere. A little boutonniere for you, Ricky. A little boutonniere. Put a, put a corsage on your speaker stand. That's your date for the prom. It's your speakers. So, while we hit the Roughnecks and Alan and I might hit the Astros, Ricky's going to entertain the Utes. We encourage all of you to get out there and see Space City. See Space City.